hi there good times all around it seems and i'm so glad to come here once again with another episode of the show this is your number one technology focused radio show in ghana this is city trends is sponsored by Hubtel, helping you collect payments easily. Now, if you're a business owner, selling to your customers should be the most important thing. But if your customer um, always has to come to your store before they can buy from you, then one thing is for sure, you are losing out on sales. Now, these days, customers want to shop um, from you and pay without necessarily coming to your store. Um, this is where Hubtel can help you modernize your sales. So get your own e-commerce platform from Hubtel today so you can sell in your store online and on mobile. Haptel gives you a free POS software for your store, a free mobile money short code, and a free web store. Sign in at haptel.com using the referral code CITIFM or dial star 713 hash. Haptel helping you grow your sales. Now, as you can hear probably in the background, uh, there are a number of students who are on the Seeds for the Future program um, from Huawei, and I happen to be with them in Schengen, um, where we're learning everything about uh, mobile technology, mobile telephony, and communication technology as well. But on the show today, we speak to three women about their biggest technology stories of the last quarter, Lady Omega Hammond, Asita Adai Mensa, and Felicia Engman. Are my guests in the studio we have the how-to segment and the trending segment as well coming up so it's a packed show and um like i said we'll be we're in china at the moment we'll be speaking to computer engineering students on the seeds for the future program about why they think 5g is what will transform the world in just a few years it's going to be a great show do stick and stay don't go anywhere this is city trends Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. Hello and welcome to the How to segment on City Trends. This evening, we look at another stage in the data detox process. This time, it's managing what social media platforms like Facebook know about you. To get a sense of how well Facebook knows you, go into your menu and select Settings. In the Settings menu, go to Ads, then Add Preferences to select your interests. To change your Ad Preferences, go to Ad Preferences, then select Ad Settings. To make sure that you are not unknowingly sharing things with the public on Facebook, first, go to the Privacy option in Settings. Select No for the question, do you want search engines outside of Facebook to link to your profile? Next, go to Timeline and Tagging, also under Settings, and select Only Me or Friends under the section for those who can see posts you've been tagged in.
So it's another beautiful evening on um, City 97.3 FM. And as you know, um, we haven't done this review in a while because, well, we do it every quarter. And that's why it's called the quarterly review. And uh, we'll be looking at some key topics um, that have intrigued my guests um, for today's show um, over the last quarter, specifically having to do with technology trends globally and technology trends locally. So, um, do sit back and strap yourself in your seat and turn up the volume because these are some of the things that you may have missed and some of the discussions that you may have missed over the last quarter in terms of the most trending, most topical technology issues over the last quarter. This is City Trends. And in the studio with me, I have three ladies. One you already know, one you'll be surprised to know, and one you'll be totally blown away by by the time the show is over. It is um, incredible to have these ladies in the studio with me. Um, Lady Omega Hammond. It's the first one. And lady, just in case people don't know you, let's let's do the introductions <laughs> and let's go. Hi, my name is Lady Omega Hammond and I'm the CEO of Ampersand Technologies Limited. It's a software development company that builds customized solutions for businesses. Like? Like websites, mobile applications, custom software, peculiar to your problem. Yeah. So when I need help, what do I do? So... You go to our website, www.ampersandllc.co, um, send us a message or send us an email requesting or telling us what your problem is, and then we'll reach out to you. Brilliant. So that's our first guest on the show. Our second guest comes um, in black and red, and she has a lovely smile to go along with it as well. So introductions. So my name is Asada Ousua Daidese, and I'm a data scientist. I work with a Ghanaian-based um, analytics company called wave two analytics and basically we are into customer analytics and management using data science data science i can imagine <laughs> where the topics will be headed in that particular direction but anyway to our final guest in the studio thank you so much for joining us and quick introductions okay my name is Felicia, mrs felicia engman i like that i am there was a pause <laughs> in the, in the i am a lecturer in the School of Technology, Gimpa. And currently, I'm also the coordinator for women in IT and engineering. Wow. Gimpa, we realized, with the School of Technology, we'll have a class of 30, and there'll be five ladies. And every year in and year out, the number of ladies never increase. So we decided to have this program, Women in IT mm -hmm. and Engineering, to find a way to encourage young ladies to take up the IT fields, mm. like computer science, mm. basically because the ladies are afraid of computer science. They hear computers and they are running away. So There's one person in this room who has never been afraid of computers, I can tell you for yeah. a fact. So <laughs> how do we get them? And that is how come we've even met Lady O, because through our activities, we met, we, we tried to bring the ladies together. We introduced them to the ladies who have been able to reach higher levels in IT and then find ways to mentor them. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. We have a lovely mix, data analysts, women in IT advocates, um, tech solution providers. Like it's all a beautiful mix. So let's start off with women in IT advocacy, um, Felicia. So Felicia, what was your first um, biggest topic or biggest issue um, over the last quarter with regards to technology? Okay. So the first thing that really caught my attention was... Um, was the the issue of money uh, fine tech i'll say um when i heard that facebook 
labor project mm. wants to hit the market yeah and they are they are so poised for it because mm. they have um looked at all the the things that others have failed in and they're trying to bridge that gap mm. one of the th- main things about fintech and most of the cryptocurrencies that are coming up they try to uh, make money so free um so people don't have to pay so much money when they are making transactions with the banks. Mm. They also want to reduce the slowness of transactions. So you make a transaction and it takes like bank to bank transfers yeah. or three days for <laughs> it to get to. Yeah, that's one of the things they want to do away with. And then um, when you are opening an account, you have to enter so much information. So the digital information that is stored on a person becomes so much and people don't like to give so much information when they have to just open an account and then the security issues Mm. one when people have to hold money Mm. and then even on online transactions which are now becoming a problem security wise and then the interoperability between countries when money is being transferred people are being charged for money laundering issues and they're trying to see how can they go around that how can transfers be done uh, between different currencies without um, governments snooping in, checking what you're doing and all that. And that is one of the things that cryptocurrencies and Facebook came in with this Libra project to try to do away with this. My major challenge or my major reservation with that is Facebook's history with security. Mm. It's not been the squeaky clean history that Facebook typically should have, or at least a company that wants to get into cryptocurrency should have. So I'm just wondering if that probably could not be like, you know, something that would get people second guessing whether to, you know, go along with this or not. Facebook will make their money regardless, but Mm -hmm. as to how trustworthy this whole process will be, I don't know what your thoughts are about that. Okay, so um, one, Facebook is trying to make us think that whatever they're doing will will not be a Facebook activity right. solely. So currently they have 28 companies coming together to um, come up with the Calibra right. management. So right. it is not the Libra project itself has the management team, which is the Calibra, right. that made up of 28 companies. And what Facebook is saying they only have one vote right. in that. Now they are hoping that by January 2020, when they actually launched this they will have about 100 companies meaning that the power of facebook to vote becomes lesser Mm. but then it still just means that they would be feeding information to facebook facebook is promising not to sell our data to third parties (laughs) we've we've heard that before yes but then um let's just say they have learned their lesson by the things that happened and therefore (laughs) i i I prefer going with hope than anything else yes but uh, the way they are pushing forward with big giants like uh, mastercard uber um visa vodafone um it just means that they wouldn't be able to control the things that happen in there i mean it's based off i mean it's based on cryptocurrency which means that you know it's it's not just one person who is you know it's all these different institutions who are controlling Controlling transactions access everything else so i mean when 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 do you foresee this project or cryptocurrency becoming proper proper mainstream because so far it's been hidden in the back we're not really sure uh, people go in there. Do you, they do, you feel do you get that feeling that I don't know five years, ten years down the line, this will become mainstream? Yes. Mm. 
what what timelines do you give it i wouldn't give timelines but i think um with the way cryptocurrency in itself is Mm. we we in africa may not be able to catch up as fast as the other world is but then the um, with the blockchain bringing about the security where people really want to do away with government control right. fast of transactions right. they would still and and then tra- uh, technologies are not they don't ride on their own other technologies come in to support them as mm. they come so mm. i think uh, with time new technologies will come to make this thing worthwhile people mm. would want to invest in because they see the possibilities and even it will catch up with us here you know and so for me one of the things that really interests me is when apple did their event a couple of months ago and they released the apple card the very fancy one everybody was going crazy about it it kind of suggests where a lot of these technology companies are headed mm-hmm. you know because i mean why would apple get into the whole making of like cards like okay. you know, <laughs> visa cards or debit cards yeah. why would they do that yeah. you know and it just suggests that a lot of these companies are sort I'm of going headed into, in the, finance, into yeah. the financial sector as yes. well interesting interesting anyway so you've <laughs> given your you say no predictions you're just keeping it open yeah, you just feel very positive about very it very positive because technology could come and you would think that it is just not working within few days i wouldn't say yes yeah. few days everywhere mm. so we should be positive about it well i mean on the part of customers and clients well we're just happy because <laughs> it'll be less payment of transferring, transferring money and transfers yeah. and whatever and well hopefully to work out yeah. fingers crossed yeah. anyway <laughs> anyway thank you thank you for that so we'll come back to you for your second issue let's get to acida um who is going to give us her initial um trend or topic that really caught her attention Okay, so there's this one that really caught my attention and it was announced at the Google I.O. this year. Right. That's about Google bringing visual information directly to search. Right. Via augmented reality. Mm. That's AR, Mm. right? So let's say you are a science student or a medical student, right? And you want to learn about the human heart. Right. Now, not only do you search for it online and watch a video about it or read about it, you can actually see it in 3D. Mm. And not only do you see it in 3D, Mm. you can bring it into your space on your working table. So imagine you Google something about the human heart, Mm. right? And you're able to get (laughs) the human heart in AR right on your desk. You can turn it, you can twist it, you can see how the the chambers of the heart work, how they pump blood and everything. So not just the heart. Imagine all the other parts, like the muscles, right? It's going to really enrich education. And then also, with the same technology, right? Let's say you want to shop for new shoes, Mm. right? Mm. Or sneakers. (laughs) And you have some clothes there that you are just wondering, oh, what shoes shoes will go with this, Mm. right? Maybe you have a blue dress and maybe a... A yellow scarf. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Color blocking. Yeah, <laughs> and you're wondering what kind of shoes would match, right? right? You could just go online. You Google for maybe shoes, right? And then you don't just look at it. You can actually bring it into your space mm. on your bed. Mm. Put it mm. like through your phone. You can see right by your clothes. And, and see whether you, they work or not. Yes. Mm. Yes. And it really blew my mind. Mm. And I can't wait for it to get to our part of the world. For <laughs> me, what really interested me with that particular announcement was the fact that a lot of fashion brands are using this as um, 
exclusive content where they charge extra for their clients who want to use it. And now Google is practically going to make this free of charge, yeah. which is what they typically have been doing <laughs> to virtually every sector in the world. And I don't know, I, I don't know if, I don't know how and why they choose to do these things and disrupt so much, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It, it's, I can imagine a number of fashion brands who are dying and waiting for this, these sort of solutions and other sectors as well. Like you said, health, for example, mm-hmm. you know, there are so many practical ways by which people can use some of these new technologies to discover all sorts of amazing things. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. So anyway, so for me, w- one of the questions I was asking, would you need that Google Cardboard or like a VR headset to do it or it's just directly from the phone? It's just from directly from the mm. phone. So during the demonstration, it was directly from the phone. Yeah. You wow. can just see it. It's wow. really awesome. Well, okay. So let's practicalize. In Ghana, mm-hmm. someone in wherever, what, what would be some of the best case scenarios for this particular technology to be used? You talked about the, the heart, for example, in the table. Mm-hmm. Let's just imagine a typical day in the life of anybody. Let's say a banker, for example. I'm just wondering how people can use this on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis. Like, practical okay. examples. Okay, I'm thinking of directions, right? right. Via Google Maps. Right. And it's something they've already started working exactly. on. Yeah. Even yeah. the app for the Google I.O. Mm-hmm had that to help mm. people find food in exactly. uh, different places to be at right so even with maps um it's not everybody who is comfortable with the google maps mm. especially um let's say um 10 right in 200 meters but you're not sure where the 200 yeah, meters exactly, is exactly <laughs> exactly right so imagine having um the part of your camera right so you're actually viewing the streets actually and then you see right. arrows saying 10 left mm. 10 right move move 200 meters i like mm. keep moving mm-hmm. you're not there yet 10 on this junction mm. right i think that's that's in itself would be very powerful incredible. incredible stuff i mean and 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 not just that but the way and manner in which google is penetrated. so um i was at republica and one of the things that he kept mm-hmm. humming on was um the um, the Google Lens with a camera where you can point it at any artifact and then mm-hmm. it gives you like, you know, a breakdown of what the artifact is and the history and all of that. And it's just by just pointing your camera mm-hmm. to the artifact. <laughs> and like these sort of things and the ability for people to learn like new things on a daily basis without needing any extra things, just the all you need is a smartphone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> there was even one that um, was done in india right right there was this use case where a lady she she she's uneducated but her kids go to school mm. and at first she couldn't even read the reports to know what's happening right but then now with google lens right you can point let's say there's an there's a sign that says um stop or something right. or a whole text right not only do you um see the translation right like it's actually overlaid on it so you don't and need to <laughs> and it can also read read to you in your own language right. so this was in um i think hindu right yeah and it was in english originally and then it, w- it was translated to hindu and it was she could also play the voice mm. and then it, w- it was read options. to her options yeah and it was overlaid like that's what blew my <laughs> mind like there's english text but then you are seeing it's the same text the same colors the right. same everything but right. the language is different, different. right powerful 
mind blown officially mind blown officially you know and i mean the power for all of that to happen and a couple of weeks ago we were having a conversation about 5g technology and how quickly it would help to disseminate information and and things like that. and i'm just thinking about 5g technology overlaying all of this oh. and the speed Ooh. i mean even with 4g technology we're still yeah. able to get all of these things done i'm just imagining what 5g technology would do when it plays on top of all of this and how easy it is for for example i go to a country and i have the 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 ear the earpieces the google earpieces the the they have these ones where it allows you to do tra- direct translation and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i'm just wondering when you have that there would be no point of having a translator for example yeah, yeah. because i can travel to any country and then you just speak to me and i'm just speaking to you back and say like i am also awesome but i'm really not that awesome it's, it's the, the future is endless practically yeah. but these are just some of the practical things we can start doing today probably in anticipation of what's supposed to happen in a couple of years to come. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. Anyway, Ladio, time for your topic. Okay, so um, for me it was Slack's IPO. And the fact that I would say maybe amongst a lot of the tech companies that have come, this is one of the companies that have majority blacks (laughs) (laughs) or the diversity is a lot more towards blacks and um, the IPO didn't go through the normal way they raise money and at least it puts some money in their pockets and it also it also gives the confidence that you don't necessarily need an investment bank um, to help you raise money or to sell your uh, company on the stock so I think big ups to them they've done really really well to build build them and I'm hoping that with this they still maintain the free tier (laughs) 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 to help us because we are keeping their platform active you know so that was very very interesting for me one of the things i just wanted to ask um directly with that was um the whole issue of raising funds again and there seems there seems to be a trend where a lot of different companies are trying different ways of raising funds for their business as well and people using unconventional means to be able to achieve all of that as well like i'm just wondering from from where you sit what are some of the very interesting things that you find within the space about people trying to raise funds for their companies okay i I think um now within our space a lot of people are not as trustworthy as they are they could have been in Uh, investors (laughs) so everybody's like just looking for the safest way to grow their company because when when you start your company you don't intend on going to borrow somebody's money but ideally if you want to expand or grow at a certain rate you have to still consider what your options are so maybe a lot of people maybe the angel investors would be the best option now Mm -hmm. But I don't know if venture capitalists and these other investors that normally take a lot more um, towards their point are still getting a market. Mm. And I think a lot of people too are educating themselves about raising funds, um, whether to the banks um, that can support them. I think banks too are doing a great job, especially here in Ghana, Mm. about supporting these young startups as small as they are, whether it's with loans, whether it's with... um, opportunities just to put them out there so that Mm. they can grow Mm. and i also the last thing that i'll say is that also it's also tweaking the way 
the kind of products that are coming on the market. Mm. They want to make sure that whatever product they have, they are actually going to make money. Yeah. And now it's, it's moving from that phase of, oh, I built a tech company, so yeah. give me money. Yeah. You know, And I think that's great. That's great for the economy because we'll, we'll be able to build stronger businesses yeah. that can compete with the others. You know. Fingers crossed on that. Yeah. Fingers crossed on that. Um, because one of the things that really saddens me is the number of um, competitions, tech competitions, and startup competitions that we have all the time. That half of the time don't end up giving us anything. We just hear about the winners on the day of the winning. Do a couple of interviews yeah. after, and we never see the product. And yeah. it's 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 nice. It's nice that you are observing more and more of these startups trying to mm-hmm. learn more about how to raise funds to keep their businesses running and yeah. for me that's a positive i'll take that over anything else <laughs> any day. Yes. anyway so l- let's let's start off the next round with you video um if your second topic for 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 the quarter okay so um for me it's more towards the health again right. another google product <laughs> um so it's google's deep mind ai right. um yeah. that did some research with predicting breast cancer mm. i think breast cancer like malaria and other viral diseases is one of the things that a lot of research has gone into and the fact that they could incorporate technology to increase the prediction i think gives some hope to women to be able to know that even if there's no complete cure there's a way to identify cancer earlier so that you can start treatment early and i i I, i'm just hoping that this research like goes beyond um the western world and it's helpful to people in africa as well so Mm. that was very interesting for me because Mm. yeah my auntie died of breast cancer so yeah i'm excited (laughs) so from i mean i I didn't follow that topic or that issue but i mean is it is it something that the like what's the level of collaboration for example with academia african institutions was there anything like that remotely Okay, remotely, I the information I read on didn't have anything connected to any African institution, but poor, um, poor they, they just partnered with University College um, London Hospital, right. and um, they started exploring. I think maybe because it's in the test phase, right. they just want to start with one entity, and then and if then it gets right, it replicates. It yes, wow. it's good. So. It's good to have. It's good to have tech companies interested in these things as well because they do have the money thank god (laughs) and they do have the technology as well so it just it just adds up but one thing that i'm curious about is how google is like expanding its wings into every single thing Mm. of a human being Mm. and Mm. i I keep asking myself like what's the is that an end goal for them you know you're in health you're in in everyday life search every single thing and i don't know if they they want to like rule the world well they are (laughs) they are kind of (laughs) practically but 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 i'm just hoping like it doesn't get to a point where they start to slave us of our human rights i've always wondered (laughs) like what's the alternative really what's the alternative that we have I mean, you have a company that knows more about you than half of the people in the world does. You have sure. a company that will serve you relevant ads, quote unquote, yeah. because they know you so well. They have, a, you have a company that can order things for you and knows what you would like on a Monday as against a Tuesday. <laughs> it's it's nice that someone knows me that well and can serve me what I need even before I thought about it. Yeah. And that excites me much more than scares me. I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't know well, about you. I 
I mean, it excites me in a way, but I just don't want us to get to a point where it's like you cannot live without Google. Right. You know, like Can you? you're. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should be. <laughs> I mean, you can't. You can't live without Google. Maybe if you are, you need information right. to run and things like that. But I'm just hoping it doesn't get to a point where even if we are buying Milo, you you be given a percentage to Google. <laughs> Yes. So, do you do you have when something Google to pre- prescribe drugs for you because they know you need the drugs at the age of fifty? Exactly. When Google it's gives you, even chooses the kind of husband you want to marry because <laughs> they think you need those kind of husband. Yeah. When you're searching for men, they know that kind of men to, to send you away. Your search. Interesting. It's true. But yeah, it just piqued my curiosity. And, uh, and mm. it just tells the power of data. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, Felicia, since you have the microphone, um, your your next topic uh, of interest for the last quarter. Okay, since you mentioned health, I think um, being a woman in tech, one of the things that women are really scared of is their fertility. Um, a woman is thinking that if I put all my, my all into this technology, and especially with programming, when you are told that you will be behind a computer the whole day, your life is programming. Mm. We, don't, we are afraid mm. of going into it. And so a woman finds that she's 35 and she's 40 years she wants to have a child and doesn't know what to do so there is this company adia health um a startup in the uk they, they've been around for i think a year and a half mm. but they were able to um, launch the big project two months ago okay adia health as a facility app and what they do is you you install the app on your machine on your phone and you are able to request for a test on your hormones mm. They give you all the information you need about your fertility as mm. a woman. Um, and then you can request for the a test kit to test your hormones. They will send a test kit to you. You take the samples and you send it back to them. They will run the test and then bring you the results plus wow. information on how you can improve your fertility. This is and a local company? Th- that's in the UK. Okay. They are doing this. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, you, it, they bring you the results and then you have all these specialists online because you have the app mm. to be educating you, checking on you, finding out how you are improving until you have a baby. And, mm. and then, then they keep checking on you and all that. Mm. So you have all that at your fingertips. And, mm. you know, the most interesting thing about it is a woman who is usually uh, in this category would be someone who is so busy to spend a whole day in the hospital running tests and usually without hospitals. You spend a long time in queues, yeah. the doctor and all that. You have this in your house. And sometimes there are so in many things that you forget. You forget <laughs> when your appointments are uh, and, and all of that. This one, you just request for it and then they keep up with you to make sure everything is done. You have your information. You are taking your medications. Mm. They are linking you to the pharmacies. And... So you have the baby there with you right. through it all, and that's through just a technology app. And mm. that is really interesting. Um, the, the addition is that with this technology, they realize for a woman to normally go to the hospital, it would take like 600 euros to have the test done and the checks. Yeah. This costs 99 euros, which is really a slash on the amounts that you oh. usually pay for. And I see it as really important for people who are trying to go into tech to not be so worried about my biological clock as we say it but yeah. then know that there is help which you can have and also because women may feel shy to open up to a doctor 
But then hiding behind the application, you can really <laughs> get a lot of information. Hiding. <laughs> Go to the curse. Yeah, and then you can get all that. They have the male version that is exceed by another company that is for the males. Okay. You know, a man will go to the hospital. You know, he knows his problem. Yeah. But then he would wind around and tell the doctor, <laughs> I have headache, I have all that. And but That's then true. with this you you are behind the app and you can send everything. The doctor, the, the thing everything that you wouldn't you want, <laughs> everything here, you know, and then you get all the help from the app, and that is really cool. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Well, uh, it's it's nice, it's nice to know that at least some people are considering the other side of it because health health is tricky, yeah, health is really tricky. And when you talk to people like Bisa app and things mm -hmm. like that in yeah. Ghana, they'll tell you. Ghanaians are, and people all over the world generally are very mm -hmm. skeptical sharing their health information with mm -hmm. someone, especially if it's an app. Like who else is going to have access to it? Yeah. But it's nice when you have a, a solid, you know, application mm -hmm. built off technology, but then with a human face to it and a human back end to it. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. really nice to have that. So it's not just all tech, yeah. but then there are humans who are on the other side of it who are giving that service as well. I mean, I will trust a human over a computer any day. Yeah. Because they make you know the the specialists that are taking care of you, the, yeah. you know the the gynecologist who is taking care of this issue. You know yeah. all the other specialists taking care of you. You know their names. You can search for them if you want to even look for them. And that's hmm. through the app. Interesting. 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 Well, Asada, your final topic for 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 the month. Okay. I mean for the quarter. Okay, so I'd like to talk about data science. Yes, please. I was wondering when we're going to get to <laughs> when we're going to get to that. How is getting very popular in Ghana mm. now and even in the world mm. as we know it? So, um, I was privileged to be part of a team that helped organize the first Indaba X Ghana. Okay, that was a also called the Ghana Data Science Summit in okay. April. Okay. Let's see, I don't know if you heard of it. I did. I just okay. didn't attend. Next time, you have to be there. <laughs> so, um, it was, it's actually in Daba X because it's the extension of the the general deep learning in Daba okay. from South Africa, okay. which is um, a recognized African community that's into AI and machine learning mm. research. Mm. Okay, so we had some big shots coming around. Uh, we had people like Mustafa Sise, head mm. of Google AI Accra, uh, Daniel Belgrave, she's a researcher at Microsoft okay. and research okay. landing, um, Shakir Mohammed, also from DeepMind mm. in the UK, Dr. Yoko Kosa, head that of was, computer that science. Was a, that was a very solid lineup yeah. that yeah. she had. And even more, like these are just a few, wow. right? And it happened over three days. Okay. The first two days were talks and workshops on the theme the theme was the promise of data science for economic transformation and during the workshops we're taking through topics like data science and ai in healthcare yeah. applications of, of those in healthcare and agriculture and retail the financial institutions right mm. in ghana in mm. our part of the world mm. and on the third day we had um tutorial sessions right to get people started with python programming r programming with some data analysis with some machine learning yeah. and there was also a very special um, session mm -hmm. for business leaders okay right so it's not just it wasn't just about getting people practicing right it was also about getting business leaders the decision makers because yeah. they make the decisions that they, exactly. they commit the funds to the research they commit the funds to the buying yes. of the tech and everything so yes. it's important that they are roped into it. yes hmm. getting them um 
to be aware of like how data science is catching up and if your company is not getting data driven you are going to be yeah, lost yeah, and all that you're going to be left behind yes yes so it was it was really exciting it was an exciting time mm. that we had and after the event the feedback we had was that wow for a first time that was yeah. brilliant yeah. and we should keep having it every year and mm. not just once a year mm. but we should also come together and strengthen the data science machine learning what AI interests community. me is not just the participants were there but the level mm. of participation yeah you know because you can organize an event mm -hmm. send out invitation people will come but the response to the issues that we raise is what me fascinates me mm -hmm. and what were your observations from from the two days Okay, so people who came said it was really relevant. Mm. They said the topics are relevant. They enjoyed the um, the lineup of speakers because it was it was so much um, intellectual knowledge being shared, right. ideas being shared, right. right? And the talks were on critical sectors right. of our of our society, mm. agriculture, right? How people are using smart farming to improve yields. Mm. How they are using um, um machine learning right in radiology mm. predicting cancers right mm. deep deep topics and mm. these are just these um if you go deep down into studying them they look as if they are easy right. and quite simple mm. right for those of us who practice it but mm. then it just marvels as how it's able to bring out insights and solve yeah. problems so people got really interested in it and um, we've seen that okay there's there's, there's a, a, a big there's potential a, yeah, for this potential so, for it. yeah so people we got people talking more about so the next science. the next one is going to be at next year I'm guessing. yeah next year okay yes. so in the interim what do we do if yeah, we so want to learn more <laughs> in the interim um we are still we are coming up with a more formalized group okay. right where people can register be part of it um we have webinars we have meetups okay. right so we engage we're able to engage students master students lecturers um business leaders and so many people so many different people from different um, sectors right so we are hoping that this is not just going to be once in a year it's it's also going to continue well we, we are hoping that it will not be once oh, a yeah, year yeah yeah because I, I think i think once the interest is there mm -hmm. once you start because people are skeptical like you said people mm -hmm. are not sure what the technology really holds for them and once they get to discover that i think you just need to feed that as much as possible so that yes. they can be the ones to send the rest of the message across yeah. because if it's just for a group of people you know people have to pay to be a part of something sometimes it gets tricky but once they themselves are the natural propagators of the gospel of data science i think it just makes things much easier for you as well mm -hmm. and for other proponents of data science and the application of mm -hmm. data science okay so um for what we're doing in the interim right mm -hmm. people can go to a website www.ndabaxghana.com we are putting up um, the videos the slides and everything okay. yeah, we are putting them up very soon okay. so the email is also there mm. they can also send us an email info at ndabaxghana.com okay. yes so um yeah let's keep our fingers crossed. let's keep our fingers crossed data uh, data science yes yeah i think on data science i realized um especially with our education because i'm from the uh, university i see that our education system in itself has the accreditation document changing every four years which means that if 
it is drawn now and you don't have data science being thought it means you would be learning it again in four years so we we encourage our students to take advantage of such opportunities and one of them which we are doing with the women in IT and engineering is to organize a data science bootcamp with Python we're trying to bring Py ladies on board mm. coding on board mm. um, so the people that we got to know through our networks, we bring them on board, let our students learn the data science, and we encourage them that um, this is the, the future. This yeah. is what is in book, mm. we will say. So when you get the opportunity, you learn it. Don't wait for your curricula to say <laughs> it is not there. Learn it, yeah. because when you get to the dev market, it's going to be there for you. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 54 Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. It's interesting when, you know, people tend to say that. And I mean, this is open. You know, when they say, like, it's not in my curriculum, so I can't and I won't <laughs> learn it. So it's like they need to physically see it's there, like data science 101, data science 201, before they start taking it serious. And for me, it's it's a very dangerous thing to do when yeah. when we have all these conversations about the future of work and um the power of coding and how it's going to mm -hmm. change you know the future of work how without coding for example you probably won't be able to speak properly in <laughs> the future because that's going to be the language of the future mm -hmm. you know and uh, for me it's 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 scary because we don't seem to be making the the, the sort of pace we are not we are not keeping up fast enough mm. with what is happening globally and i don't know from from an educational point of view i don't know what your thoughts are about that uh, i think um just just like our students would have to learn mm. the lecturers will also have to keep up up with the yeah. new trends yeah. um i know legon is trying to do the same gamepad we are doing the same mm. we want to just bridge with the industry we want to use go behind that curricula and then bring these industry giants let a student learn the stuff let them know that google is doing something with ai mm. you can learn online mm. but you see the african student finds it difficult learning online right. so can we have that face-to-face -face interaction mm. we want to bring them on board have these boot camps organize um short boot camps let them learn the tools let them use them let them see what the industry is doing with these things right. i think it may encourage some of the girls especially with the girls who think when they hear the terms and they are new this is scary when can i get there yeah. you know you you do this and you realize python is not as scary as you thought it's something you can it really doesn't bite it hasn't really <laughs> bite yeah and and this boot camp is coming of an on july from july 16th okay. to the 21st okay and it's from 10 a.m to 4 p.m okay. you can squeeze some time out of your day it's your just vacation be just be there just learn something and you know it will take you far well yeah. companies are really looking for people to to employ with these skills yeah and so you finish when you don't have it and you think i could code with uh, c sharp or java or c plus plus i don't have data science and therefore i wasn't getting deployment yeah. it's, it's just not good enough interesting interesting well any final words um, before we go okay so um i think that with all that has been said i'm i'm also an advocate for women in technology and mm. <laughs> women doing tech yes i'm part of pi ladies ghana so mm. yeah i think that with the way things are going now with the technology trends coming up now um we as a nation 
should really get involved right and run with what is is moving now in the world otherwise we would realize that we are like centuries behind and the world is just leaving us yeah right so let's explore the power of technology let's explore the power of data science let's explore the power of artificial intelligence let's get our girls involved and interested let's get our, our young boys also interested okay and together we'll build technology that will be good for us as africans because we know our problems better yeah yeah, yeah. anyway Wow. Um, I, do, I do hope you have enjoyed the conversation as much as I have because these ladies have been phenomenal. Asada, Felicia, and Ledio, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Um, it's, it's, it's been great. I can't wait for next quarter, actually. But yeah, it's, it's been great. We've, we've covered everything from Google to data science to data analytics to everything else, health, all of that. That is what has happened in the, in the last quarter. Let's wait for what is going to happen in this particular quarter with Huawei and Apple and everybody else <laughs> in the mix. Uh, yeah, one of the biggest issues, of course, has to do with them, the whole Huawei thing. But hey, there are more. there's more time for us to discuss all of those, I'm sure, to come up. When we finally see what the U.S. is going to do to Huawei, we probably will discuss it in the next quarter. It's been a pleasure coming your way. This is City Trends on 97.3 City FM. Has your computer developed a problem you don't understand? Is your phone refusing to respond? Is there a computer virus you're battling with? Are you having problems signing into your account? Share your tech problems with City Trends and we will get the experts to help you solve them. Send us your problems via WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. You can also send us a tweet using the hashtag CityTrends. Do you have an app that can help make life easier for everyone? Do you want the world to know about your app? Send a voice note about your app to City Trends via WhatsApp at 0549-986-996 or tweet at us with the hashtag CityTrends. We will reach out to you on how to get your app on the show. And now the trending segment with the latest member of the team, Atul Kwamna, is here. Atul, take it away. Thanks, Phil. Last weekend and this week are sure to get interesting. This is the trending segment of City Trends. My name is Jess Kwamna. There are several stories. Let's dig in. First on our trending tech stories is the tech giant Samsung gearing up to launch another tablet in its Galaxy range in the form of the Galaxy Tablet X6. Samsung could be the first company to include an in-display fingerprint scanner in a tablet and the Galaxy Tablet X6 could be the first device from Samsung. Including an in-display fingerprint scanner would most make it easy for users so that they wouldn't have to reach out for the power button on the side. Apart from the fingerprint scanner, Samsung might include a dual lens camera along with an improved stylus. Isn't that cool? The device will mostly come in a 10.5-inch Super AMOLED display and could be powered by a Qualcomm Snapdragon 855 processor with 6GB of RAM and at least 128GB of internal storage. A solid upgrade for gamers and hackers. Moving on to the next not-so-exciting story, Facebook is to face a $5 billion fine. The fine the U.S. Federal Trade Commission is about to levy on Facebook is by far the largest it's given any technology company. The long-expected punishment, which Facebook is well-prepared for, is unlikely to make a dent in 
the social media giant's deep pockets. And our last story, a serious vulnerability with the Zoom video conferencing app from Mac was disclosed, with attackers potentially able to hijack users' webcams. So for those who don't know what Zoom is, Zoom is the leader in the modern enterprise of video communication with an easy, reliable cloud platform for video and audio conferencing. So Apple has now taken things one step further and pushed out a silent Mac OS update that removes the web server. Apple said the update does not require any user interaction and is deployed automatically. So businesses are free to get their business deals via audio and video conferencing with no problems at all. That will be all for trending. So now the whole world is talking about 5G technology, everything from its health implications to its potentials for or potential for commerce and for growth. Now 5G is the fifth generation cellular network technology that will enable people, industries and things to connect to one another on a scale never seen before. Now the technology is expected to power the age of the internet of things where gadgets and ordinary things can connect and speak to each other. Now I caught up with some students in China who are here for the Huawei Seeds for the Future program um, and basically spoke to them about where they are being taught about mobile technology and communication networks and I spoke to them about what the potential of 5G is based on some of the things that they've picked up here as well. Um, hi, my name is Alejandro Diaz. Uh, I'm from Madrid, Spain. And well, I think that 5G uh, will help us uh, in order to uh, do what we do uh, on a daily basis, like uh, at home, for example, much faster, like to automatize uh, the daily activities uh, that we do, for example, in the morning, uh, when we wake up, then we go to shower, then we take breakfast, when, then we take the car, all these things, like to uh, make this uh, amount of uh, time much shorter. <laughs> all right, cool. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Jaime, I'm from Spain, um, I'm from the capital in Madrid, and I think that with the 5G, uh, a very good improvement would be like do remote surgery, because if you live in a place that there's not such a good <laughs> hospitals or such good staff, uh, someone from outside could uh, solve your life. Mm. Mm. Brilliant. Okay, so we have a few more comments, of course, and quite a number of students are here. Um, hi, my name is Adria. I'm from Barcelona, Spain, and I think 5G is going to be a revolutionary technology um, because of the good opportunities we have in, com in communication. For example, we can communicate with a lot of new um, devices with the IoT, so we can have like a more complex network with everything, so that will improve a lot um, people's lives in general, in my opinion. Well, and IoT basically refers to Internet of Things where different devices and different technologies can communicate with each other seamlessly. So let's move on and hear from some more students. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Guillermo, I'm from Spain. 
and well, uh, 5G, I think uh, it will be a, a big revolution in a lot of fields, but I'm especially interested in driving cars and not only autonomous cars, that maybe is what we all think when we talk about 5G, but also, for example, in intelligent cars that can share uh, their location. So with big data algorithms, we could predict the traffic and even uh, avoid it by suggesting the users to take another route so we could build a better, more intelligent roads with less traffic, mm. so faster, move, uh, faster transportation for everybody. Brilliant. So clearly different views. We have health, we have agric, we have so many other viewpoints. And traffic, well, if you're in the world and you haven't experienced traffic, I doubt you even drive in the first place. So, well, my name is Vicente Balmaceda. I'm from Spain, Madrid. And, well, I think 5G is going to be a revolution. And going back to health, not only for operations, but I think that also for a patient to be able to be at home and the doctor to control their situation would be really important and a good way of improving everyone's life. Hello, my name is Daniel. I'm from Spain. And also I think that 5G is going to be a revolution. For example, with the autonomous car, uh, 5G is going to, to help this thing because uh, it will be able to detect uh, problems with your car and tell them to the mechanic and then make quickly the, the communication. Mm, mm, brilliant. All right, so we've heard from the Spanish team. We're going to be hearing from the Ghana team, of course, and as well from the Canada team in just a few minutes. So just hang on. This is, of course, City Trends coming to you live, of course, from um, China. Um, yeah. Imagine that. All right, so we're just going to delve straight into Team Canada. Um, my name's Alina. I'm from Canada. Uh, and I think that 5G is going to be more than just the next generation of data. I think it's going to be a fundamental change in the role that mobile technology can play in society. It will touch every industry from healthcare to energy to financial services to the media. Um, I think in healthcare specifically, you're going to see things from uh, the improved treatment quality from things like personalized treatments to the incredible amounts of patient health data that you're going to be able to collect and analyze to increasing the accessibility of healthcare for remote areas like the Arctic or um, islands in, in, in big countries that aren't able to actually have um, the quality of doctors or facilities that are required um, to treat some of the diseases that they may face. Um, all the way to the reduced cost of medical care um, for things like chronic condition management because you're going to be able to identify issues earlier with smaller sensors and um, having your healthcare professional have all of that information about what's happening in your body. So I think that uh, 5G is really something that can change our world. And um, we are hoping it will change um, the world. Um, moving, moving on to some more thoughts as well. Hi, my name is Anthony. Uh... Yeah, 5G can really help us out a lot. You know, in the technology world, these advancements can help us create open-ended solutions for, uh, you know, robust, uh, robust uh, fields. You know, anywhere in the world where they could use technology in an interconnected world where everything's in the cloud and you have that big data chugging away, you know, we can just create the best solutions for each individual field. All right, thank you. Um... Okay, I'm Benedicta from Ghana, as he said, Team Ghana, and with the development of 5G 
I believe the world will be much better because we get to tend to have the smart world. A smart world, as in there will be smart homes where you are able to communicate with everything using your mobile phone. You get to connect to your cars. If people should be, um, let's say, in accident or something, you are able to view. And cause this time, the delay is so less. You are just able to get there on time. And people's lives will be saved. Also, the world will be much more beautiful because we are able to come up with nicer technology where you get to see um, let's say in Shenzhen we got to see a light display and that was with just 4G and the site was incredible so just imagine what 5G could do it will be much much more nicer also coming to education it will help so much you'll be able to learn communicate with other professors who are not even in Ghana you get the chance because it will be live you are able to have virtual interaction where everything seems so real yeah so 5g would make Ghana really really a better place and the world as a fun and smart and beautiful place thank you all right some more some more thoughts I'm from team Ghana yeah, hello, I'm Pamela Abwajuamante, the first female associate president of Ghana Technology University College. You know, when you talk about 5G, it's a whole smart thing, and I believe it is going to lead us to the most beautiful generation we we'll ever have. And for Ghana to catch up with the world, I think we should catch up with 5G. And as we say that time is money, if we want to develop our world faster, in fact, make lucrative money, then we have to go with 5G. Yeah. All right, so let's try and get some more thoughts um, from the room here. I'm Anthony Sakite from Ghana, as you said. And in summary, I'll say the 5G is coming to make the world a more beautiful place than it was before because it will make everything more easier and faster and it's going to help to come up with more inventions which are going to make the world a very beautiful place to be. It looks like everybody's looking forward to a very beautiful world uh, globally. All right, so uh, that's that's about it. Um, that is all time will allow us on the show today. It's been a pretty incredible show. I'm coming to you all the way from Schengen um, in China. Fantastic um, time spending with the Huawei seat for the future beneficiaries. Um, and. Uh, they are, they, are, they are pretty excited about what the future holds, and I'm hoping that you are as well. The show will be available as a podcast, of course, so make sure you search you know, all the various platforms where you find your podcast typically. And um, yeah, no matter what happens, till next week, stay techie.